right. Welcome to the podcast today. It's just me, Linda. I'm all by myself. Uh, Bob is actually feeling a little under the weather. So if you're watching this live, for sure, give him, yeah, say a prayer for him. Because he is just not feeling great. So uh, here by myself. But I'm I'm actually excited because I... Uh, had something on my heart that I was like, I just really want to talk about this. Honestly, it would be better if I chatted with Bob about it. But you know, it's good that I feel like um, I don't necessarily need to be, you know, have a finance degree in order to chat about this one. So that's good. Um, But I am currently reading this book called The Knowledge of the Holy. And I found out about it because one of my friends or a couple of my friends actually were talking about it, that one of the pastors at our church was recommending it. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, great. I want to, I want to read that because he does a lot more like in depth, uh, not in depth. He does a lot more like theological teaching. Like, uh, yeah, he's a lot more theologically based. And so I heard he was, you know, he was recommending this book and I was like, I'm all in because that is something that's interesting to me that I would like to learn more about. And so I started reading this book. It's by A.W. Tozer called The Knowledge of the Holy. Did I already say that? I don't know. But uh, in it, what happens is, is he just talks about the attributes of God and he goes one by one and talks about them more in depth than I've ever heard them talked about. So, I, you know, maybe maybe you have studied and done more research and all that stuff uh, than I have, but it's been really mind-blowing for me because I think so often we have God in this just box of what we think is possible And, you know, right in the very beginning, it talks about how everything that we can imagine is based off of something God created, something that he's already created that we can see with our earthly eyes, or even that we can imagine um, with our mind's eye. Like it's, it's all based off of something that he has created. And I just thought, wow, you know, I know some creative people. And I've known some, you know, a little bit cocky, creative people who think, oh man, my imagination is just, it's just wild. And I just like, it, it kind of makes me laugh. Cause it's like, it does, it doesn't really matter. All of it is based off of some, that something that our creator made, like anything you can think up and dream up. And I just thought that was so fascinating to think about. And, and it continues to talk about how there are things outside of the earthly realm that we actually have no use for and therefore we don't know anything about. And so it talks about this in, you know, well, where it was really talking about this was attributes of God that we don't even know anything about because we have no use for them. Spiritual beings would have a different use for different attributes of God than we do because they are living in a different type of world and atmosphere, right? Which again, I just was like, oh my gosh, I've never even thought about this, that there's more to God than what I know as a human because I cannot apply some of these things, right? So you think about a child learning how to drive a car. It's like it has no practical application to them because they can't physically reach the pedals or steer properly or see over even the uh, dashboard 
in order for them to drive. So there's no reason for them to learn how to do it until they get to a certain point. And then, you know, those, those things are important to them. And I think it's, yeah, it just having that idea of there are things of God that are outside what we know in the world just fascinates me. And so I was thinking about this. Um, I just, yeah, if you, if you are interested in this topic at all, of expanding your mind to what is possible with God, I encourage you to go read this book. They're very short chapters. They're meaty, but they're short. And so you can just kind of read a little bit and then just like ponder on it and, and chew on it for a little while. Um, so yes, that this is my plug for that book. <laughs> but I was continuing to think about this um, because we know that one of God's names that he has given himself or he's given us of himself is provider. And, you know, we talk a lot about money and we talk a lot about practical things to do, which we need to be doing that. I think there's not enough education on how to properly do things, right? But we cannot forget that God is our provider. And we cannot forget the unlimited, I, I think just how unlimited he is. I, I think because we as humans are limited, it's hard for us to see outside of what we know, right? And so there is so much more that God has access to that he has created that we don't even know about. You know, there's so much more to God than what we can see. And so as humans, we will often look to a certain thing and see its limitations and then think that that's all that there is. And so we will get in fear. We'll get freaked out or whatever, because all we can do is see the limited thing in front of us and realize that it's not enough. But we can actually look to God as our provider and realize that there's so much more going on way outside of the scope of what we can see and know about him that we actually can benefit from. Does that make sense? So, uh, you know, thinking about, I, I started looking a little bit into it and there are a couple different places where God is referenced as the provider and, um, you know, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. I feel like there was a a little 80s or 90s Christian song that we used to sing in the church. But one of the things that's interesting is when um, Abraham was sacrificing Isaac, when he was going to sacrifice Isaac, and then, you know, the ram was in the thicket, and so they went and got the ram, and that was the that was the sacrifice. The thing that was fascinating to me about that is he named it, the Lord will provide. He named that mountain, the Lord will provide. And I was started thinking about this and I'm sure I haven't even done enough thinking about this really. But as I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, what's interesting about that is that the thing that he needed in that moment wasn't money, wasn't anything else. He needed the sacrifice. He needed the sacrifice. But also then I, I kept thinking and remember, um, oh gosh, now I don't remember the reference, but it's the scripture. Bob talks about it a lot about pay attention to your herds and 
pay careful attention to um, your flocks and all that stuff because livestock was actually uh, a currency, a form of currency. And so I was thinking about that in those two different ways and how there was actually something there as the livestock being a form of currency, but then also it being the sacrifice, which then I think can lead us to Jesus paying the price for our sin, right? There's a currency there, but also being the sacrifice for us. And I just think there, there's so much here. There's so much here. And I'm try, I'm going to try not to, you know, speculate too much because I could easily do that and just kind of, you know, brainstorm and let my mind wander. But I think it would be great, especially in this season right now of holiday season. I, I you know, I'm not really sure what, when this recording is going to go live, um, uh, but we are recording it live on our YouTube channel. If you, if you have not done this, there's a, we record our YouTube, I'm sorry, we record our podcast live on YouTube every Thursday at one o'clock central time. So at the time of this recording, it Thanksgiving has just passed and we're walking into Christmas and there were all these Black Friday sales and there's a lot of stuff that comes up in the month of December. There's parties that we need to go to, there's traveling, there's, you know, gifts that we need to give. Plus, you're just like, well, do I need a new vacuum? I feel like I need a new vacuum because everything's on sale right now. You know, like it's it's kind of like everything bombards you all at once because you're you're interested in the deal and you know that there's going to be things that you have to purchase, but also like it it just gets so out of hand. And I keep coming back to I mean, I've gotten caught in this trap a lot because I do really like shopping. And so I was definitely paying attention to what was going on in the sales and stuff. But I kind of got trapped in this mindset of, I need this. I need that. I need this. I need that. Oh yeah. And this would be really great. And we should really get that. And this would be good. And, and just my brain was just out of control and spinning so much to the point where it was causing turmoil in my soul. <laughs> like I just was like, this is kind of miserable because I'm just so grossed out by all this stuff that I feel like I have to buy now. And then I'm going to lose my opportunity if I don't. And I just kind of want to point myself and point everyone else, anyone who's listening back to, he is our provider. And he provides in a whole lot of different ways. And he doesn't always provide in the way that we're thinking. In fact, he usually doesn't. <laughs> That's what I've, I've come to realize. He usually doesn't provide in the way that we think he's going to. And I think that's a little bit of a, yoo-hoo, I'm still your provider. Um, yeah, we've, I've told this story before, but Bob, every month, the first of every month, he calculates the revenue for the business. And the way he does this is, you know, he just finds out, you know, whatever, how many sales we've made and affiliate stuff and blah, 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 the, the, all the different ways you make money online. And 
he calculates everything up and then he looks at how he's going to pay payroll and cover the business expenses. And if we need a new computer or a camera or, you know, whatever, whatever the gear is, like figure out what we need, mailing envelopes, da, 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 you get it, the, the expenses for the business and make sure that there's enough and that these are going to match up. Well, there was a few months in a row where this was a couple of years back. There was a few months in a row where it wasn't adding up right. And he was getting pretty discouraged by it. And so he would come downstairs. Our, our office is a, in the in the upper level of our house. And he would come downstairs and all the kids are, you know, running around and everything. And I'm watching Bob and he's just, he's just down. And I'm like, dude, what's wrong? And he's like, well, I calculated the revenue today. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, it's just, it's not where I want it to be. The, the revenue coming in is not where I want it to be. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, let's just pray. Let's believe God, you know. And then a few months of this goes by and he comes down again, you know, a couple more times, month after month and says, you know, it's just, we're just not making the, the money that I would like to see. And I start panicking a little and I'm going, Bob, are we going to be able to make payroll? Are we going to be able to pay our employees? Are we going to be able to take a paycheck ourselves? You know, whatever. And he's like, well, no, that that's fine. And I was like, okay, well, what, what's the real problem then? And he said, well, this, this, and this, I'm seeing like a downturn in it. And I said, well, then how are we able to pay our bills? And he says, well, this month, it was because we had this money coming in, which was a one-time thing. And then the next month, it was a one-time thing. And then the next month, it was a one-time thing. And the next month, it... and he went over all these months where we weren't seeing it come in in the way that he wanted it to come in, but we were actually seeing the provision there. So all the things that we needed taken care of, God was taking care of it. He was just doing it through a different avenue. And I said, Bob, like we have to stop looking at the business as our provider and start worshiping God for being the provider because we're seeing actually all of our needs taken care of. It's just in a different way that you want it to be. And when we did that, when we started doing that, it really changed a lot for us because we could see the provider was there all along. And I think about it like... Um, the, the source is the same, even if the channel changes. So you can think about a water source come, running down a mountain, right? So it can change the direction that the water is coming down the mountain, but the source is still at the top, right? And so even if it changes, the water is going to make its way down some way because, you know, the source is up there, right? And it's not dried up. And if we think about God that way, that he is our source, it doesn't matter how he gets to us what we need. He is going to provide, not because I say he is, but because he told us that he would, and he doesn't change. He can't change. And so if we can f take our focus off of this channel is drying up and I'm, it's not going to work anymore. This, this, this thing where I normally have seen my income is no longer there. It's just a channel drying up. It's not the source. And so, uh, yeah, I, I just think that if we can just keep our eyes on Jesus, keep our eyes on what he did for us and on who he says he is, 
I think it's going to change everything, especially in this season where money is just flying out the door. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy how it's happening, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, we have also seen this happen in our bank account where our bank account didn't look good. And even though we might have been getting paychecks, for some reason, the things were not adding up in the bank account. And I remember asking Bob, like, what do you, what do you want to do for this? And he's like, I mean, I don't know. We, we've had these times where it's like, I'm not really sure. But what we ended up doing is watching God just provide, watching things happen that we weren't really sure how they were happening. And it's just convinced me, it, it's continuing to convince me, honestly, <laughs> if I have to be honest. I freak out sometimes. I freak out actually just a couple months ago. I was freaking out on Bob and I was like, this is not working. <laughs> we got to make some massive changes. And of course we do need to make massive changes. But the biggest thing that I had to change that I, I was not doing properly was I wasn't looking to God as my provider. I wasn't worshiping him as someone who is on the throne taking care of me. So Hopefully that encourages you today. And yeah, I just want to, I'll pray for us, but I encourage you to take this to the Lord and say, Lord, where am I not leaning on you? Where am I freaking out because I don't have, or I'm not seeing the provision that I want, but it's actually still there, that it's coming from you. And focus on that, focus on him as much as you can, because then all the other stuff starts to get dim. You, you start not paying attention as much to that and realizing that everything's going to be okay because he promised us that he would take care of us. So let me pray. Lord, I just worship you. I thank you so much that you are our provider. I am just so grateful and thank you that I have been able to watch you provide for us over and over and over again. And we have walked through many situations where it's been difficult, where things have not seemed right. But if I, when I look back, I see that you were there, that you never left me. You never forsook me. Is that the right word? <laughs> I was never forsaken. I was never left. And I'm just so grateful. Lord, I pray that uh, you would teach us new how faithful you are. Teach us again Continue to help us to rely on you as our provider and continue to help us to see it and to not miss it. In Jesus' name, we thank you that you're providing for us and we worship you for it. Amen. Well, I hope that encouraged you. Have a wonderful, great day. All right. We want to know if you've heard about our flagship class called True Financial Freedom. Yeah. And if you haven't, it's more than just a money class. Mm -hmm. It's really about fulfilling your God-given purpose, breaking free from hidden money beliefs and making a lasting impact. Yeah. And we've gotten feedback from students and they've said things like, it is the first class I've taken where at the end of each session, I felt equipped and not burdened. Yeah. And it's less theory and more realistic action steps and guidance. We've also heard it felt like a conversation with friends, which is awesome. Yeah, and it encouraged me in ways I didn't think I would ever experience. This class is on demand, and it's designed for churches and small groups as well as individuals. And you can get all the details at seedtime.com slash TFF.